something. <laughs> yeah, then we'd have some backlash. Why kids are little monsters. We're live. Ouch. Oh. What? <laughs> kids are monsters. <laughs> 26 and no kid is a blessing. Facts. Not gonna win. Perfect. So, we got Gracie back after running a marathon in the house. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Wow. Um, yeah, so you did a thing. A little thing. A huge thing. Yeah. This is a, so Gracie, we want Gracie to be able to get all of her thoughts out. Well, about the, about the race in general, about your experience, about running in your first marathon, but also the thoughts that was going through your head while you were running because 26 miles, 26.2 miles in four hours is a crap ton of time to just be straight running. So um, I'm going to dive into your mindset. Um, but do you got do you two do Weston and Stevie? Well, you're involved in this too, Grace. Do so you want to tell everybody what you guys just signed Let's up get for? Let's get it. Yes. Well, go ahead, Grace, because it's your. So we're we're just tagging <laughs> along. Well, I decided. Um, my coach had let me know about um, this race called the Siberian Express Express Trail Run. It's down in Danville, Illinois. He let me know about it a few months ago. Says him and the other guys um, go down. They try and go down every single year, depending on weather. If it's snowing or not, they go down and run this race. And it's a 7.45 trail run. Shit, I didn't see the point four five. Yeah. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's in Kickapoo Creek Par- State Park. Or Kickapoo State Park. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's supposed to be really beautiful there. I have, I've never been, which I'm excited to run on some new trails. It's 35th annual. So yeah. it's been going on for a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> so. so that's what I was thinking, though. Like, we had so many, so many things flowing when we were doing our trail run yesterday. But I was like, I'm stoked for, like, terrain that I've never yeah. seen. Because I think that's almost easier to run because your mind's kind of occupied and you're and excited you're excited and it's new and it's like so i'm yeah. stoked stimulating very stimulating mm-hmm. it's yeah. gonna be awesome it's gonna be a fucking ball buster and that's what i want yeah it's gonna be a mind mind over matter and body but anyway so um my coaches told me about it and i was like oh man it's in january i was like i'll oh, just dedicate dedicate that to my birthday since my birthday's on the 11th and I told Stevie and Weston, uh, Dan, I think I put it in the group message, but, um, and I planned on going down with the coaches, and then yesterday, <laughs> Stevie and <laughs> Weston messaged me, and they had already signed up for the race. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, shoot, now I have to sign up for the race, so I had to go home and sign up for the race myself, because, I mean, I already dedicated my mind to it but um yeah so now we're all three gonna run it and let it be known that neither (laughs) Stevie nor I have ran seven mile race on the road yet you've never run anything bigger than a 5k I've never yeah like I've maybe I've ran 10 miles straight before you did do that in a race and it wasn't up up hills down hills so let's get this over the river let's get this on, on the podcast I do, I'm doing the race, and I am in the men- mentality that it's not a race. It's just a 
I'm a hike. Racing. Weston and Gracie are racing each other to see who's going to win. And I'm going to be, Shit. they're going to turn Whoa. around at the end and come back and get me at mile three where I'll be walking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll be yeah. running some of it, but you I'm just really, I, if I think of it like it's a race, then it's going to be giving me anxiety. So I just like, think of it as a hike. You, but it, I like to run. Such a world. It's, it's your own yeah. mind that's putting it, you're putting it through, you know. So you, yeah. you're fine. You just do what you gotta do to get yeah. done. I ain't trying to think of it as a race. race. I mean, there's a starting and finish line, and there's a to go. To tell you the truth, <laughs> running my marathon, I didn't. I would. I wasn't even like nervous. I was. I was just excited. Like I would be walking up with everyone to get ready to cross over that line. <laughs> I, there wasn't nerves. I wasn't nervous. I was excited to put my body and my mind through such a big challenge that I've been tra training for, you know? So, like, don't think of it like that. Think of it, you're about to put your body, you're going to hurt probably after this. You're going to hurt after the race. It's going to be a different type but, of sword. But <laughs> you're gonna, you're, if you have the right mentality, you're going to enjoy every single second of that pain because you just freaking conquered a trail race that's you why know? i'm excited i'd rather run a trail i'd rather run 20 miles on a trail than yeah. 10 miles on the on the ground yeah just uh, think of it as, just think of it as you've already finished the race you already know you're doing it so you just have to just do it you know you already finished mm -hmm. it you already signed up for it you already committed you just yeah, gotta Weston already paid for it you're right <laughs> Oh, good job, Weston. You're so sweet. Thanks for my, thanks for my vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> and modern vacuum. <laughs> but. Yeah. It's look, looking mighty clean in here. Dan, you're not yeah. up for the challenge of a trail run? I haven't decided. I I'm not. Wesley, yeah, Weston even in, um, said he would pay for mine, too. And I'm still, I'm not. Still not fond of running in the dead of winter outside. Nobody's fond of no. it. Possibly that's in the, the snow. Do you realize how much how in the awesome snow. you're but gonna feel that's afterwards? the point. I like, don't yeah. If you don't do it, you're gonna regret it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're I, be, I don't think. <laughs> I'm not a big regretter. <laughs> we're gonna make you feel bad about I'm not it. Not big on regrets. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna have so much fun doing it, and you're just gonna and we're gonna talk about it all the time. Yeah, but you guys are like, really good at making me spend money too. Then you can just say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd rather walk. <laughs> I'd rather walk through the woods while there's leaves on the trees and it's warm out. Just think but, of it uh, snowy and you though. call yourself All a wife. Yeah. Yeah, you sound <laughs> soft as hell. Yeah, right you now. sound like a stupid idiot. It's more of the money reasons I don't want to do it, but Weston said he would pay for it, so I kind of have to consider it. Well, I'll think of, donate a dollar. Think of it this <laughs> way. Give me a dollar, Dan. We'll put you a dollar in a piggy bank. Think, think of it this way. If we don't stay there that night, right, so we just go up the night before, and we're smart about packing food, you might have to eat out once or twice, or maybe once. We can even bring our own food. Big bang for your buck, Chipotle. Sure. Yeah. We can eat Chipotle. Yeah. We can just ate there today. We're definitely <laughs> going to have to pick up some donuts. I have not eaten Because there's going to be a lot of glycogen to replenish. Mm-hmm. 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 We'll figure it out, and hopefully I can get my friend Caitlin to help us out with a cheap place. Yeah, just let's, <laughs> let's, you know, look into the hotel first. Yeah. yeah. Tell her. Yeah. Tell Maybe her, Airbnb if we're getting a Tell her group. we'll spend more. Than we did last time. Yeah. <laughs> if it means that we don't have to fucking okay. go into a whorehouse again. Oh, stop. It wasn't that bad. It was, it was, it was, bad, it was the worst hotel I've ever stayed in. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hands down. All right. Well, travel lodge.
I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Fuck you guys at the Travel Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Um, okay, so. Indiana. Let's, uh, let's, let's stay on track. Yeah, <clears throat> right? Shoot. So, um, Gracie, you're at the starting line. Okay. Right, shit's getting, shit's getting real. And I was, I wanted to say one thing. There's a lot of camaraderie, camaraderie? With that, like, you're walking up with all these other people. Yeah. And you're like, yo, we're all about to run 26 points whatever miles and everybody has their own but like you're all it's all the same path right right so, so that's cool so yeah fucking okay. take over so speaking of walking up so what i was looking for because of what once i left you guys i'm like okay i gotta look for those those pacers and i was looking for like the four hour pacer the 340 between the 345 and the four hour pacer so once i weaseled my way up to up to them uh, then I started looking at bibs like who's running a marathon who's running a half like what's going on and everyone around me was running half marathon <laughs> <laughs> every single person I'm like I mean besides the pacer and like the four people they had standing around them but I wasn't trying to stand like directly by the pacers I just wanted to be in there like to see it yeah and uh so I'm looking around and like, and I'm just like looking at my bib like, oh shoot, I'm about to run a marathon and everyone around me is running a half. So I'm going to be running half of this race with them maybe if they're sticking around this pacer. And, um, but yeah, so then I just kept looking up like at the time and then they start, uh, releasing people. We had to release in like heats pretty much. So, um, started releasing and. They released the first group, and then, like, a couple minutes later, they released the second wave, and then the, I think I was in the third or fourth. I started ten minutes after the time started, and, uh, I start to run over that, <laughs> that starting line, and I picked up a pace pretty quick, um, but the first song that came on, and I don't know why, this has happened to me multiple races, the Pursuit of Happiness by Kid Cudi. That's a good one. Oh my God, I started crying. <laughs> I literally started crying. I like it. This has happened multiple times. Like that that song. Right when I am getting ready to challenge myself, it's there, you know. And it's a very strong song, and especially with the mindset of me going into this race and the stuff that I've conquered and overcome and everything like that. So it was a great song and I cried and then <laughs> I cried a lot kind of throughout the race multiple multiple times but we'll get into that um <laughs> but so that first mile so when we start out and I'm got a good pace on me and my first mile I ran like an 809 mile <laughs> and I was <laughs> gonna try and stick around an 845 to 9 minute mile but it's there were so many people and You're they adrenaline just too, yeah probably. It, well, and, like, everyone's moving at, one, like, with, or, like, as one. So that first half mile, you're moving pretty quick because everyone's just trying to get out, you know. Or at least the faster, or, yeah, the faster of the uh, runners. They're just trying to get away from everyone that's be getting sucked towards the back. And uh, so we get around, we're going around corners and stuff that first mile, and you're seeing just hundreds of people lined on the streets everywhere holding signs like 
just cheering everybody on and yelling out names and stuff and I was really looking for you guys actually I didn't know where you guys were gonna be I couldn't remember what mile you said you guys were gonna be at so uh, around the first mile I was like oh maybe they'll be here you know so I'm looking looking for people and kind of looking for your mom too because I didn't know if they were gonna be out or where they would be and Weston's mom and his stepdad came to watch them their cousins race um, but and to come watch me too but um, so first couple miles I'm not gonna get into detail there's just a lot of people a lot of cheering it was beautiful like I in my mind I'm thinking okay like I'm mile three there comes there's a hill here so I need to probably take it easy but I also want to run fast because I'm feeling amazing. Like, I felt so great. I, the first few miles, it was just amazing. Like, and I just felt great. It was a good pace. I'm sitting there going back and forth in my mind. Can I keep this up for half of the marathon? Can I keep this up for this long? Like, you know, just, and there's yeah, just a challenging course in general. But, uh. Well, that's where we saw you, right? Yeah, three. Three, mile three, and it was right up that, that hill. Incline. And you know what? It was perfect for you guys to be standing there because getting up that hill, I'm like, oh, it just it took me, you know. And uh, seeing you guys, like, I started tearing up right when I saw you. I was just like, yes, like we're right <laughs> at the perfect spot. You were right around that corner, right after like conquering that hill, and then right after I left you guys, that was when I saw the guy with the. I'm going to point out random people throughout this because they were awesome. <laughs> there was this guy right after seeing you guys with these Hulk gloves on. And he had like a sign that said like punch for power or something like that. I saw him multiple times. He was but, running with the Hulk gloves? No, no. He was, uh, he was cheering people uh. on. But like I saw him multiple times throughout. Even like deep into the marathon I saw him. But, and he had a freaking... Um, like a speaker that he was talking into and yelling p out people's names. Yeah, people. I need one of those. Yeah, it, w it was like a karaoke, like portable karaoke yeah. thing. And and he was like screaming, like, punch for power and all this stuff. And it was a really cool uh, experience to see that. But um, And he was all out throughout the marathon. Punch a sign for power? Yeah. Yeah, no, just punches Hulk hands. Oh. <laughs> He's got Hulk hands. <laughs> so I punched his hands a few times throughout the race. But um, then at mile five, they have all these cute, adorable St. Jude kids to cheer you on. And they warned you when we were watching that, that guy bef the day before that at mile five there was going to be these kids and to just... Don't let your adrenaline get you and speed up. Even They say you're doing it for the kids and to just keep at your pace that you want to keep at for the race. And, of course, at mile five when I saw these kids, I started crying and I was just happy and slapping all their hands but also picking up my pace gradually, <laughs> which was warned not to do. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was really hard, but just the the kids being there and it just being such a beautiful day it was raining before the race but then like once you got into the race it the sun came out and then it was hot it was like 70 degrees and the whole first half marathon I ran with 
this guy, it was like this older guy, he was bald, wore orange shorts. I wish I would have caught his name, but I didn't look at his bib, except to see that he was running the half marathon. And me and him were back and forth the whole entire race. Like, he would pass me, then I would pass him, and so on. And when we got to the split off, which was mile 11, the half marathon split off, and this guy, kindest guy, we said a few words to each other throughout the race, but took the middle of my back and kind of shoved me forward a little bit, and he said, you got this, and I'm splitting <laughs> off. <laughs> like, I'm splitting off, like, one of three people, like, why 40 other people are going the other direction <laughs> with the half. That's savage, though, right? Oh, my God. Because, like, was... in your head, you're thinking, like, see ya pussies. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Half of what yeah. you said. Just Only kidding. Less than 25% of the runners were marathon runners. That's crazy. So, all those people that started the race, like, there was only, there was less than 25 of them that finished that with a marathon, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why all those people afterwards were, like, congratulating me so much because, like, there wasn't that many marathon mm -hmm. runners. Even though there was, but with how many people that signed up and stuff, there wasn't that many, you know? Well, maybe that's yeah. average, though. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, uh, it, that sounds like an obvious yeah, statement. Yeah, but more than 75% of them run in a half marathon. I can't believe they let that many people sign But up. they had a certain amount of entries, and they all sold out. Yeah. So it's almost like it was planned for, their, to their, for there to be that yeah. many. Yeah. But it sucks that they didn't let any more marathon runners sign up after, I think, the registration closed maybe two weeks before the race, which they should have let more people sign up. Which Dalton would have been able to do it, but that little turd. I really wish her done the 5K, but... No, mm -hmm. they were sold out, too. But it sucked, it rained on like Shane did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but anyways. So, that <clears throat> gave me a little boost of energy. The guy giving me a little push and cheering me on, pretty much, and saying, like, I could do it. And and I was thinking... I was smiling. I The whole entire race... I pretty much smiled. Like, it, I couldn't stop smiling. I hurt my face because I was smiling so much. Like, and everyone's cheering you on, and they have these little bands throughout the race. Like, the deeper you get into the race, they had random bands, and they were playing a lot of Queen and Bohemian Rhapsody and stuff nice. like that, which was, which was amazing considering we just watched that movie, and I'm obsessed with Queen right now, obviously. But, uh, no, so... I get in, get in, and, like, mile 11, we split off, and we start to go through, like, the neighborhoods instead of downtown Memphis, and the neighborhoods are beautiful in Memphis, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Big houses. Big houses. Memphis the, is odd how, uh, like, there's some sketchy spots, and then there's just baller yeah, spots. Yeah, that's, downtown was kind of sketchy. Yeah. But then when you got into these neighborhoods, the houses were immaculate. The streets were, like, beautiful. They had, like, a tree line in the middle of the street that split like the street up and like all the leaves there was like bright orange leaves it was it was fall in memphis at the time i mean on the first of december it looked like fall like all the leaves were falling which i caught a leaf by the way oh shit that's million dollars <laughs> i caught a leaf while i was running at like mile 22 or 23 but um yeah so you get into the neighborhoods and it feels like you're running forever through neighborhoods because like the whole last half of the race is through the neighborhoods and we get to this park and uh, actually at the half marathon 
marker. There's a lady, there was a lady, this is kind of annoying me, standing a mile before the half saying that we were at half and I didn't think we were because I'm like, I didn't see mile 12. I didn't see the marker. And she's like, you're halfway there. And she's got a huge sign, a whole booth set up and everything like that. And But you still have a freaking half, uh, a mile and a... You are at the 12 instead of the We 13. were at the 12 and not the 13 and she confused me. So I'm like, dang, where'd that mile go, you know? So kind of got confused a little bit, but... Um, yeah, so mile 13 hit, and I was still rocking that pace around. I, I slowed down to about an 8.30 mile pace, and that's when I kind of realized, like, okay, I still have a half, I still have halfway to go. Like, that's a long time, but I didn't have any pain. I wasn't in pain or anything. Like, my adrenaline was still pumping. Like, I still had, like, all the energy and everything, and the people were still amazing. But I'm thinking, like, that's when my mind started to play tricks on me. Well, that's, that's for sure one of the strongest moments, right? Because, like, you just yeah. did this, and then you're like, okay, now I have to do it again. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. You're exactly right. You're exactly, but my, my, my half marathon was actually faster than my half marathon in Chicago. I ran it at a huh. 151, Dang. and my one in Chicago, I ran at 154. That's so I crazy. Cut, cut three, yeah, yeah, I cut three minutes off that, so PR for well, that. Well, and it's probably, like, there was much more people in the beginning of the race yelling for you, and at the end, if you're on through yeah. the marathon, there's so not, there's much. not. They're staggered throughout, but, like, especially at, when I get into mile, the later miles after 20 it's even worse but um yeah so that's when it really hit me like my mind started to kind of get to me after I went over the half marathon half marathon mark I was like wow I still got I still got a half to go I was like, am I going to be able to stick with this pace still? Like, I have to stick with this pace if I want to get under four hours which w my goal was to get under four hours um, I was look. I kept picturing a 3:48 in my head, and maybe that will happen the next marathon, but or maybe quicker. I don't know. My, we'll see. But anyways, <laughs> um, so I just wanted to get under four hours, and I felt like I was running great. So around mile 15, I got get to mile 15, and I'm just like, okay, I have 11 miles left. What is my mind gonna let me do? What is my bot like? I kept trying to feel throughout my body, like mentally checking myself, like how does my body feel? I, am I starting to cramp yet? And then like my chest started to hurt, and this is so crazy. My chest, like I kept grabbing at it, and like I felt like something was wrong. Like I like I couldn't breathe right. I don't know, like. I, I, my breathing was fine, but it felt like it was, like, super deep, and I just couldn't figure it out, and, like, from mile 15 until, like, almost mile 18, like, I just kept, like, clenching at my chest, and looking back at my, like, heart rate and stuff, my heart rate, that's when it was at 191. I was above Damn. average for 18 miles. My heart rate was above 171 beats per minute yeah. which is crazy it's and a lot of expenditure that yeah and so that's why i need to train with my heart rate that's what i'm gonna just that's what I'm, you should come to river city and hook up to that my zone yeah see what your heart rate looks I like during a workout and a, or a run i do in january is this official dude i think it's so. official yeah. at river city the clubs at river city we're getting my zone which tracks your heart rate and lets you know what 
your workout capacity is with your heart rate. So that's pretty interesting because then you I can literally like, how ha, is this your full capacity for your heart rate? And are you reaching that within your workouts? Is yeah, it, it's a good way to make sure people aren't dogging it. Yeah. 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 So looking back, yeah. So I was looking back at like my heart rate and stuff like that, and I had been reading a little bit about it before my marathon because, like, I mean, people have heart attacks running marathons and stuff like that because they can't keep their heart rate down or you know because they're pushing themselves they're putting their body through freaking hell pretty much you know like you're running for longer than an hour and that's I mean anything longer than an hour is is a good good hard workout and so I noticed like afterwards that mile 15 until mile almost 18 and a half my heart rate was above uh, 191 which is crazy um so yeah I was in the red zone definitely and like looking back on it now like I I was in danger like I, I should have <laughs> like slowed down or something you know but I just kept pushing my like my mind didn't want my body to slow down so I just kept going and I just kept going with that clenching in my chest like and then at mile 18 <laughs> Mile 18 is when I hit that wall. I hit the wall. That's they so far from 26. My coach, like, my no, so I know, I, I know. And my coach told me like, my mile 20 is really halfway point for a marathon runner. Mile 20 is the halfway point. I know, I don't get it. It's crazy, but you didn't ask to elaborate. Yeah, it, I know. I. Like it's probably because you're you got the adrenaline. You got all everything. this energy for 20 miles, and then when you get to that 20 miles, you're you hit that wall. The wall is real. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that the wall is freaking weird. Oh my god, the wall is real. I didn't think like I now running a marathon. I understand what my coach is saying. Like you, your body just just starts to just say fuck you. And wants to just give up on you. You, I almost like, almost to a shocking like I wanted to stop, like right then and there, right when that wall hit. I wanted to like lock my body up and just stop running. And I had to like tell myself like, no, like I slowed down instantly. Like it was in and by that time I couldn't get enough water. I had choked on water like three or four times at the water stations because I tried to run and drink water at the same time and about died. It, don't do that. <laughs> so is your wall mental, physical, or both? It was both. What's, it was both. What was more? Was it like, holy shit, my legs are literally about to stop? Yeah. Or it's like, I've never wanted to stop running so much more in my yeah, life? Both. Cause, both. Because like, we forget that like our bodies can't go forever. And you see yeah. like the triathletes or whatever, and they come in, and they're yeah. like baby deer in it and shit. And it's like, it's like that's a reality. That yeah. can happen. You people can pass want, out. You that's can die. The, that's the best they're getting. That is what all they're it's giving. It. It's all they have. That's all they have it's left. It's literally the gas tank of the car <laughs> yeah. shutting off wherever you are on the road. You're stuck there until you yeah. get more gas. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. You're, you're, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. So yeah, my body just, like, and I had a cramp in my right glute and hamstring that like was just the devil like it was it just wanted to it wanted to break me and i just kept telling myself you're not you're not stopping fuck that you are not you should have made dan get off that bird scooter and ride it i thought about that when you named me (laughs) (laughs) but but at also at mile 18 (laughs) we 
we ran through the park and ran up by the zoo and right when we were getting out of the park at mile 18 my phone died so yay so not only was I out of music which I should have known it was gonna die pretty quick I was at two hours and 47 minutes when my phone died that was at 18. Uh, yeah, around so, uh, 18. So around the same time you hit the wall, your phone died. Yeah, like, like pretty much like right right when I hit the wall, my phone died. It happened, it happened for a reason. Yes, it did. That's very mental. But also, I was. this is so crazy, and I love saying it because it still gives me goosebumps. Right when my phone died, like I was coming out of these like this wooded area, and there was a bunch of like bright, skinny orange leaves on the ground. And I like I always like throw my arms down like and like spread my fingers kind of do a spirit finger thing like and shake my arms out when I'm running, and I just happened to do that like right when the wind picked up, and the wind like blew these leaves and it was so cool like my I guess like I sent out a force like everything I had all the power I had in me I sent it out and just flew with these leaves and it like blew past me and it was just the coolest experience and feeling ever and I just knew like right then I fucking got this I can do this I'm about to finish this race with no music no motivation besides what is in my head and I just like kept telling myself like I can do this as I was, like in like different just different inspirational quotes I like let Les Brown and stuff and I just kept repeating like shit in my head like I got this, or mind tricks the body, tricks the body, tricks the mind. It's a bass sector song, and I love bass sector. And I just kept telling myself this, these different things over and over and over again. And like I went around this corner, like there was nobody in the um, on the trails through this park. It was, they were they were um, asphalt trails, but um, no one through the park. And so I was kind of like, shit. There's no one to cheer me on here. The crowd spread out. And then right when I get around this corner, there's just this big group of people. And they're just like, you're doing it! Like, and just screaming everything in the world. And, like, calling me a hero and, like, all this stuff. And I just instantly start crying. <laughs> like, I'm just like... Well, you know, I instantly start crying. I'm just, like, so happy because, like, that spiritual whatever flew out of my fingertips, blew these leaves. I'm thinking in my head, like, I can do this. I have this, like, I have all the power in me to do this, run this, and finish this race. I have eight miles left. Like, I can do it. And, like, then coming around eight that miles. corner. Coming around that corner and seeing all these people and just, and then the, you look down the street and there's just people. And you're just like, yes, like, this is what's going to motivate me. I don't need this music. And then when you're running up on people who are, like, there was, like, a mariachi band. Like, that was one of them. That was, like, super. And they were dressed in, like, mariachi shit. And that was so yes. cool to me. And they were, like, playing their music and stuff and cheering you on. And so the whole, like, getting in to 18, dying, like, literally feeling like I'm dying, like, not wanting to even finish the race, but still, like, telling myself I'm going to finish this race and... I get to about mile 22, and I'm thinking, like, there's a few people running down the street, and there's a few people passing out. This was crazy. It's a flashback. There were people passing beer out 
and shots of freaking fireball and bloody marys and mixed drinks and donuts and freaking muffins and like cookies and just all this random candy and just all this random the liquor and the alcohol is just it, that all surprised me. Like, I did not expect people to be making full Bloody Marys for people on the side of the road. Dude, that city <laughs> turned into a fucking full-blown party. There was, there like, was, there was just people and, like, just goofy, fun stuff yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, dude, I love Memphis. Memphis I is love lit. It. But, yeah, so, throughout the race, there's people passing out all this freaking, like, liquor and stuff. And you're just like, who would, I'm thinking in my head. Who would drink this throughout their race? Like, I would puke. Like, I don't... How could you stomach a, bo- a shot of Fireball? And you're in the middle... after At, like, mile freaking 20. Why <laughs> take your pain away a little bit. I bet that's why people do it. Oh, no way. If you can get it all the way down. Yeah. There's definitely... If you can get it all the way there's down. There's definitely some stomach, and it's not just lost in your chest. Oh, God. By that, that time, nice. It might make you warm and fuzzy. By that time, I could barely even get my goo down. And that's another thing. Like, I need to figure out something else besides the good. Well, I have a question. Later in the race. So, you didn't eat anything, right? You just had coffee? Before. No, what, three bananas before Three the bananas race. before the race. Anything else? No. And, well, in my amino energy. And one why not? Why not, like, a fucking rice cake with just stupid amount of honey on it? Yeah, you should have start eaten the, Start the race with that. You should have, like, literally eaten... A whole entire bowl of carbs, like sweet potatoes. But like a, if you don't, like a box like, of donuts yourself. If you don't eat the stu- same stuff or stuff like that, can tear your stomach up. Okay, I well then you sh- should. There's some point like where I had the one. You eat honey all the restroom. time, though. So you, you could eat. Honey. Uh, you should have eaten a whole entire bottle of bananas the night before. Then. No, no, hold on. I there, there's a, a there's a science to the carb load, yeah. just like there is for bodybuilding with the, all your carb cycling. There's a carb cycle for marathon runners for endurance athletes too. So you so you just gotta take more of a scientific yeah. approach to yeah. it for weeks in advance. Yeah. Not just the night. That's before. that's yeah. what I said. That's what I was doing though. I did carbs for the week before while I was tapering, and I did carbs up until three almost three days before. I. You're really not supposed. I mean, I don't know the scientific. Wait, and then you didn't have any more. I did have carbs, but not as much as what I was intaking for the week. Oh, you front loaded. Yeah, I front loaded because that's what I. I mean, I've been researching, and that's what they. Most of the runners see. That's the thing is, and it's the same thing that Weston's gone through with Mm -hmm. all his shows too. Is it's a constant evaluation. It's a. It's. It's constantly empirical. It's constant. It's. It's. Uh, and tri- it's trial and error. And it's not like, always the so same. So this was either. your first marathon. So like, right. you tried to do it right, and it's like, well, okay. But I ran. I hit the wall at 18. There's probably some tweaks I can make to it. And so in the next one, whether it's <laughs> the the trail run yeah. that we're gonna that you're gonna do or we, <laughs> I almost said it. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then um, you know, whether it's another half or whether it's another marathon, like it's just always gonna be constantly tweaking. Yeah. Find another. It's just being. What's it, What's different. best for you? And every yeah, exactly. everyone's different, you know. Exactly. And and that's another thing. Like the. I didn't get enough electrolytes, I feel like. Even though I put those goos in me, like, in throughout the race, I just didn't feel... Like, there was something my body needed to not, like, cramp like that. And some people even, like, eat a banana or something. I should have fucking down mustard. Like, I, through my mustard, race... You should have. Through my yeah, race, I kept thinking, you. I need mustard right now. I've been training no, with don't. mustard 
for months now, you there know? You there you go. Whoa. And I didn't even Next eat race, any yeah, before my race. Beans. I didn't even eat mustard that morning. You should have eaten eggs with mustard on them. I'm, I'm, I, that's what I was kept thinking. Like, in during my race, I kept thinking, I need mustard. <laughs> like, I need mustard. That's one, Maybe. Of the, that's one of those things, though, when you become aware like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, obviously something in my body or brain is craving mustard yeah. for this event exactly. right now that I'm doing. So you got to yeah. take that. You got to gotta listen to your body. One. Like, that. your body, uh-huh. like, especially with how healthy I eat already, like, my body craves healthy stuff. Like, I, I don't crave that like junk food I used to, like when I ate fast food every single day, or like I don't crave pizza or anything. Like I literally don't crave like bread or anything like that. I do crave sweets when it's that time of the month. But other than that, I'm craving like healthy stuff that I'm putting in my body almost every single day. Like I don't get sick of the same food. Like I eat eggs with mustard and I mix turmeric and thyme and and um, salt, um, Himalayan salt and pepper on my eggs every single day, and I crave it every single day. Like, and that's, I mean, I should have eaten eggs. I, I feel like you should, you should <laughs> need to eat more in general because, yeah. like, you yeah. were you were afraid of being full. Like, your ass was up at like four thirty or something, <laughs> and you didn't start. Like, think yeah. about how much so time passed nine. between when you woke up and that. Yeah. Like, that's Five a lot hours. of time that your body's demanding energy for you to walk from place to place and even just to think. Well, yeah. you for, are, go ahead. For you, what you said earlier, it's like, you got to fill up your gas tank. And if you're not eating enough food and you and you don't, those three bananas, what they have? Maybe 400 calories in them. So you ran a whole entire marathon on 400 calories plus those goobs. And you what? You burned, what, 3,000 calories? No, I mean, it was like 37. Yeah, so yeah the math, that, the math tearing, doesn't matter. That's the magic te- number. It was tearing yeah. that no, fuel no. from your muscles, and that's probably why you're cramping. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. I need to eat that many calories. <laughs> it's like, so that's a part, of, that's part of the trial and error. Yeah. Now. It's like, okay, now I know how many calories yeah. that I would burn in a race. So I should probably get pretty close to that yeah. number, if not hit that number before the race. I mean, I mean, you have five hours, so you're not going to get almost 4,000 yeah. calories in five hours, but... No, but she'd have food from the night before. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. Even the morning, but the, yeah. the day of the morning before. Yeah. Another thing like it's, that, that I've been researching is I need to put... I need to be taking in more salt. I'm not Dude, that's, taking in that's, salt. That's and what I was thinking. You need. That's why I'm cramping too. Listen, you need to rock a camelback. That's a, and put put mm-hmm. water, <laughs> some Gatorade, and then you could even put salt in the camelback. So that's a couple of things. You don't have to worry about grabbing a cup. Yeah. You always got it on. You listen to lightweight as fuck. Right. I had one, and you just. I'm looking the whole in, time. Yeah, I'm sugar, looking into carbs. salt pills actually now. I've been kind of reading a little bit about that. David Goggins. (laughs) You haven't talked about him once. I know, but I've been reading David Goggins' new book, and um, he's experimented with salt pills. So I was gonna try and look into that, but um, I okay. Now my brain is on David Goggins. If you haven't read David Goggins' new book, (laughs) can't hurt me. Read it. My mind is seriously changed over this book. It is amazing. The detail he gets into going through Navy SEAL training and what he puts is callousing, callousing his mind. That's what we're going to do on January 5th. And I, I calloused the shit out of my mind. Like, now that I have this, the McNaughton 30 miler that I'm training for right now, 
I mean, I I have it. Like I I understand it's gonna be a really tough trail run, and I might be. I probably will walk some of it, at least down. The, so da, at least odd. down the hills, I will be walking because I'm not gonna put my like knees and stuff in jeopardy. But, um, yeah, um, what he explains in this book is the stuff I was already like going through in my mind myself, and like reading it on paper is just amazing to me and I just I'm so in love with that I'm in love with this book because it's it's exactly what I feel like my mind like being a runner a long distance runner like you're putting your body through freaking hell for however many miles you're running or however many hours you're running like and you're like today I ran 13.3 miles before I had to go to work and uh you ran a half marathon today yeah i did <laughs> and i did it to tell you the truth today was one of the first days i didn't want to run like i don't know what because i worked a double yesterday i've been working a lot at work and i had already run a lot this week and i just i just didn't even feel like running but i was running with my coaches and i didn't look at my watch i didn't look at my phone my strava app or anything like that today which i normally kind of do just so I because I've been trying to track like mentally my mileage without looking at my watch and today I just was like I'm just going I'm just going with the flow I'm not looking at anything I don't want to know if I, whatever mileage I end up with getting back to my house is what I'm going to stay with like I didn't even know I I didn't plan on a certain number of miles today I just was going to run you know and kind of like some of those days you go in the gym and you just fuck around and that doesn't mean that you don't put forth effort but you kind of jump around and have fun yeah sort of the same concept they're like you need those days to remember like yeah. why you do it because you enjoy it not because of the numbers well right. that's that's uh like the days that i really don't want to go to the gym and i force myself to go to the gym they majority of the time it's like some of the best workouts i've ever had right because i'm like i didn't want to be here I don't know why I didn't want to be here. Then I get in the gym, I forget that I don't want to be here, and I'm just, like, working out because there was a reason why I didn't want to go, whether I'm being lazy or not, and then I'm just get going for it, you know? Yeah. That's and then nice. once you get done, you're, like, you feel amazing. You're, like, yeah. I'm so happy I did that. Like, today, I was so happy I freaking ran. But I'm going to jump back to my marathon before I get back into... I've got to talk some more about the run today, but... So, at mile 23, I look up... And here's freaking Dan. <laughs> Dan and Dalton scooting by me on these scooters. As I'm struggling, but like barely putting one foot in front of the other, like going slow. I was running like a, almost, a, I think, 11 minute miles by then. I was struggling. I was like, kept telling myself, I only have this much more to go. I've run this in like, uh, like on a daily basis, you know, like, I only have four, four miles to go, that's nothing, but then, like, those miles are slow, and those miles are, like, my mind is just, like, fuck you, you need to stop, my body just wants me to stop, and I'm just, and also, I'm telling myself, you're not fucking, st look at these people walking around you, like, you are not one of those people, so then you, you are, yeah, Dalton zooming around, yeah, on the scooters just, and they come in, scooping in here, I don't even know, and, I was singing. Singing. <laughs> I was singing Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> to me, which was funny, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Oh, man. But then, after a minute of me, like, 
still suffering, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I still have so much. And Dan's like, oh yeah, I'll get out and run with you at mile 24. I'm like, no, I don't fucking want you to run with me at mile 24. I'm trying to get through this myself. And I, Dalton could see it. Dalton went off ahead, and I told Dan, I was like, Dan, I love you, but you have to stop. <laughs> you have to get away from me right now. I spent an hour trying to find you and yeah. I spent five minutes or less with you. <laughs> but I was just like, I got, you gotta go. You gotta go. And he's like, okay, okay. I was like, my phone's dead. I don't have a phone right now. That's why you started singing because I told you I didn't have my phone anymore. And, and this is when I noticed that my armpits were so chafed. My armpits were so chafed from that freaking shirt. I shouldn't have wore that shirt. But I wanted to wear the 309 Method shirt. But I think, oh, that long sleeve yeah. black one? No, it's it's the short sleeve one. Oh. It was short sleeve and it was cotton <laughs> or something. Oh, Damn, cotton, cotton. 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 It was the worst. It gave me chafee. 100% cotton. But <laughs> I just kept pointing out, like, stuff that, like, was hurting on my body and my mind. I'm just sitting there. It's okay. Like, in my head, I'm just telling myself, you only have this much longer fuck what your body feels, you know, you, you can do this, you know, and I just, I kept telling myself I could do it, I could do it, I made it this far, look, and I kept looking back at my life, and like, at this time last year, I was an alcoholic, I freaking drank all the time, you know, like, I kept telling myself, I was an alcoholic, or I am an alcoholic, like, that, that kept popping up in my mind, and sometimes it sucks to say, but, like, just thinking back on it, during my race, like, I just kept tearing up because I was just like, look at what you c overcome. Look at how far you've come in just 10 months. I've run 10 races in 10 months. 10 races in 10 months coming back from not doing anything. Not drinking every day, you know? Like, this, it was just, it's an accomplishment to me. The first yeah. race that you ran, didn't you drink the night before? Yeah. Oh, God. Stupid. <laughs> and then you ran a bunch of 5Ks, 10Ks, yeah. half yeah. a marathon, and a marathon. Yeah. Just working here. And now you're about to run a seven-mile trail run. And then a 30-miler <laughs> at Manhattan Park. <laughs> what, day, what day is that? That's April? in April, yeah. It's a night run. It starts at 8 p.m. That is amazing. Oh, I'm running a night trail run. You think it's a headlamp? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty dead. And that's going to be fucking right? crazy. Dude, I know. But that's where I run, <coughs> like, my trail runs anyways is McNaughton. So I'm going to actually try and look up the course and see, or previous course. I Dave, my coach, thinks it's a 10-mile loop. So it's just three 10-mile loops. But, I mean. You're going to be running till like, 1 in the morning. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Probably longer than that. Yeah. Right? I don't, well, I don't know. Eight to nine, nine to ten, ten to eleven, I'm eleven to twelve. I'm guessing my. One to two, two to three. How long is thirty miles? Oh wait, you ran the. You ran twenty-six. Right? It'll probably take and like what, no, five hours. No, That's it's a thing. trail run. It's gonna. It's five and a half, six hours. No, it's probably. What maybe today? six. Maybe six. I don't know, but I'm planning to run around. It won't be like twelve minute. Or less miles. We'll be up and down the whole time. <laughs> I don't know saying that out loud because I don't know how. Like, each mile is going to be freaking hard. The elevation, like, on, running on trails is hard. Like, there's some miles I run 14-minute miles, and there's other miles I run 10, you know? It just depends on where you're at on the trail. My my mileage number is going to fluctuate, you know? But, um, anyways, let's jump back to the marathon and the finish. 
So, the marathon, I get to mile 25, or 24, and it's hot, I'm getting sunburned, I'm sweating, and I'm miserable, I can barely keep one foot in front of the other. Everyone around me is walking, every single person. They would walk for a little bit, and then run past me, and then stop and walk for a little bit, and then run past me again, and that was really ticking me off, because I sat there and run the whole entire time. I mean, it wasn't ticking me off, they were finishing the race, but it was like, in my mind, it was just like, fucking with me, like, they're stopping, why can't you stop and walk for a little bit, you know, like. Because David Goggins wouldn't stop and walk. Yeah, exactly. Because David Goggins is freaking king. But anyways, so. Yeah, so I was just thinking. I'm like, I'm so I'm better than that though. Like, I don't need to stop and walk. I can can I can continue to run. And so we get up around. I get to mile 26, and I'm like so freaking happy. I literally am so happy. I'm in so much pain. And I come around that corner, and the finish line is actually kind of weird. It's just like really around a corner, and you're right there. And I mm-hmm. didn't expect that. I thought I still had like a point two to go. And but I saw you guys first. I instantly started crying when I saw you guys. I was literally crying, like, and I was just, like, smiling, so happy, and I was in so much pain, and my whole right leg just wanted, was so stiff. My whole right leg was the worst. But, and I crossed over that finish line, and, like, instantly almost collapsed, because I, like, wanted to stop, but, and my legs, like, locked up, and I just, like, wobbled, and, like, was falling forward, but my legs weren't going forward. Like, my, my top half was going forward still, Mm-hmm. Let let it be known. I didn't open up and try and sprint to the finish line. That was not. I didn't even know. I don't think it's. I can't. Like uh, it's not the same. Like five kicks, you could do that. My legs were stiff. I don't think it works the same. <laughs> my legs were stiff. They were the same motion for the last eight miles. <laughs> you know. You're on like, E. Yeah, I was. I was way past E. I don't know how I was even making it, but um, I made it across across that finish line and. I was crying some more, and this girl walked me down, and I just, like, instantly just thought, holy shit. I just did that. (laughs) I just freaking ran a marathon. I just ran a marathon. I kept saying it to the girl. I was like, that was my first marathon. I just ran a marathon. And she was like, that was your first? Congratulations. No, listen here. I just ran. I'm like, I just ran a freaking marathon. I like, I kept saying that. I was like, I just ran a marathon. Gracie's like, I just did that. I was like, chill the fuck out. I know, yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like either sitting or like still trying to walk it off. And some people are like looking good while they're walking. And I can barely even walk. And... Yeah, I know. Those are the leads. The ones that, the <laughs> ones that are looking good are the ones that have known about David Goggins for years. Yeah. No. Not <laughs> <me>. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so I just kept like repeating and, I, and I'm just teary-eyed and I'm looking around for you guys because I wanted to give you a hug and stuff and like celebrate with you. And uh, I just couldn't even believe it. Like just overcoming such a mental be- like mindfuck the whole entire race not even though I felt good in the beginning I was still mentally like going back and forth in my head can you do this can you keep up this pace for this long and can you do this and just over and over and back and forth in my head and the fact that I made it 18 freaking miles under nine minute miles with no pain was an accomplishment for me like I I, I ran a half marathon in Chicago with a knee with knee pain for 13 
13.2 miles, or yeah, 13.1 miles, and the whole entire race, I ran with a knee pain, and that was the worst experience. That was worse than running the, the marathon, to tell you the truth. It'd be interesting for you to go back next year, do the half in Chicago, and see what you get. Yeah, and like no, it's like, gonna be like one thirty. Like understanding, <laughs> like understanding your energy expenditure, and like yeah. when, because like if you did uh, four minutes less in this marathon when you had double it to run, yeah. If you I'm know you don't have that, that, you could be, oh you would smoke I that know. thing. It could, it could be like a yearly tradition for you, where it's like your it's like your marker to see where you're at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like your halfway. Well, I also want to like since I want to run a race in every single state, I want to. Sh- do like I might do. Well, that's fine, but you can still have the Chicago yeah. one every year. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and run at least I'm gonna run a 5K at least once a month next year. I got some big goals coming up, but um, and then I want to put a longer race in maybe each month too, which is gonna be expensive. Hopefully, I can do it. But anyway, so yeah, the marathon was amazing. The Saint running for St. Jude was. Oh, phenomenal. The people, everything, the whole entire experience was beautiful. Like, I don't regret even putting my body, like, my body, even though it went through hell, like, I, I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to put my body, I'm I'm doing a 100-mile race. Like, that's just, that's just plain and simple. I, saying it out, I mean, I keep saying it out loud, because I already am going to do it, I already know. I'm not going to do it probably next year. But I am going to do the 30-miler at McNaughton. And then I've been looking into this October race, 50-miler in October. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know two girls from high school that did that one last year. The 50-miler? Yeah. Yeah, it's at, there's <clears> one at McNaughton State Park, but there's also one at Farmdale, which I might do Farmdale Reservoir, which would be cool. Yeah, so I'm, that's that's my plan. Um, but also, I'm gonna do. I'm I'm gonna throw a couple marathons in there still, and a bunch of other smaller races. I really want to do races as many at, w- weekly. You know, like I even if it's a 5K, because I'm going to be running a race. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if you want to dive deeper into like whether or not it's smart to race that much. Yeah. For longevity purposes, which maybe that's not your goal. Um, David. David Goggins, listen to this. He ran eight, eight 100-miler races in eight weeks. Yeah, but you're not David Goggins. Oh, fuck. He's <laughs> Grace Hawkins, all right? I'm Grace freaking Hawkins. All I'm saying and is... Look at what I've accomplished so far. All I'm saying... Ten months. All I'm saying is there's a science to everything. All this, just like when David Goggins did his pull-ups, it was awesome, but he fucking... Really imbalanced his back. Wrapped it. It's just like it's not. Yeah, but he's now what da- one thing David Goggins does is stretch two hours a night. And I roll my legs out for a half an hour in the morning and a half. The difference an hour between your bed. half marathon and then the marathon and your knee pain. You said you didn't experience any pain for eighteen miles. I didn't miles. experience any pain, and you know why? Freaking Dan, <laughs> not just Dan. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to say that. Dan. Dan the man. I've been rolling my legs out ever since my half marathon because holy hell, I will never experience. I pray I will never to experience that knee pain. And I roll my legs out two to three times a day. And it was, it helped so much. Like, I am not kidding. Like, my knee pain was gone, not gone completely, but bearable. 
after two weeks of just rolling my legs out like that. But before my marathon, the night before, I had Dan do a deep athletic stretch. I don't know if, I think that's what it's called. And rolled my legs out. Had me roll out each like had, part of my leg. It's like, like two one-hour sessions. Yeah. So just stretching and rolling out. Oh, my God. And I am not kidding. Through the race, the beginning of the race, I was like, if I didn't have Dan roll me out or stretch me, I would be in pain right now. I, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, my legs felt so good, and that's why I ran so good for 18 miles because all my muscles were activated, all you know, and like all the blood flow in them from rolling them out for that long and stretching them and just getting my glutes and stuff activated. And like, that's it, saved me for 18 miles, it really did. Like, go to Dan if you need a deep, deep stretch deep athletes athletic stretch like oh, not like kidding one. i can't wait yeah. for every other race that you're stretching me out on. <laughs> I'll, take, well, I'll take one of you yeah, if I'm start not charging for real like it was it yeah, was once you hit that elite level you get that nike contract you, you, gotta, take, you gotta take care <laughs> of your boy yeah that's fine that's fine i i wish i could pay you now but you know hey, we're pay run, you in friendship we're yeah, running up friendship. on three minutes okay homies. okay cool um Okay, so I'm going to talk a little bit about next year. Um, so I did a thing one day when all of the... I talked about my RRC, RRCA certification in the last podcast that I wanted to do. Well, they released the classes. I didn't get into the Chicago one, but I did get into the Edwardsville one. So on January 27th, I'll be headed down to Edwardsville to take my course to get my coaching certification to Sick. train marathon and ultra runners myself it's a three days it's yeah it's a three-day course and then you have to take the um two tests online be within 30 days after the course oh so you get time to kind of refresh yeah that's cool. you're gonna learn so much and just how to run your races too I know. yeah and, and that's another thing it's like, gonna take your running to a whole new oh level. i know and i can't even wait and i can't wait to like share that knowledge with people too like I, I have that runner's club, and, I mean, the girls and guys that I come to it, like, I help them. I talk with them about pains and stuff and kind of learn a little bit. And But just to be able to help them out even more is just going to be so, like, I can't even wait for it. But, so, yeah, so I'm doing that January, the weekend of January 27th, um, which is exciting. And then also in January, Dan and Wesson don't know this yet. <laughs> But I am going to start helping coach the Tremont High School nice. track and field. Nice. That's <laughs> cool. That's uh, cool my so. coach Lynn asked me to come um, help build a little bit of the, since I'll be working on my glutes and um, hamstrings a little bit, I'm going to help them do some core workouts and stuff like that. So twice a week, which is pretty cool. And then... The plan is, after I get my coaching certification and everything like that, I'll be an assistant coach with him over at Tremont. And then... That's your foot in the door. That's yeah. Awesome. Hey, and that's he, just the beginning. He plans on me taking over for him because he's ready to t retire in the next four years. So hopefully that's... Sick. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> what if you just... What's their program like now? Shit, we should probably get a time. Because, like, what if you just, like, put them on the map? You just started yeah, creating these. Yeah, I little prodigies. Yeah. Uh, one minute. Yeah. <coughs> what else we want to get out in this last minute? Yeah. Um, it's really awesome what you're about to do. I know. Yeah, hell I'm yeah. Congratulations. Excited. I know. Thank you. Um, what else? I mean. We'll, we'll have Grace back on. 
uh, sometime. Yeah, after, and that, then after that race, it, it, January 5th. It would, it would kind of be cool to go back and listen to the first one. Yeah. And then, like, kind of see how you've evolved and, like, what now, right. what you're talking about. and um. Yeah, so if you're, if you're just coming in and listening to this podcast, we've already had one with Gracie on there. It's so like, seven ago or so something? So go back and listen to that one with Gracie first. Or, Maybe I mean, you listen to this one first if you're listening and hearing this right now. Go back and listen to the first one. <laughs> Rewind. And, uh, stop what you're Try doing. Try it again. Yeah. And uh, enjoy. Enjoy the contrast. Yeah. yeah. I had fun, though. Thank you for letting me tell my Yeah, thanks for coming on. Story. All right, guys. All right. All right. See you, See you next time. Have a great night. <laughs> Let's get it. Peace.